This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by Black Belt CBD. If you're into CBD products or you want to try CBD products... Go to blackbeltcbdproducts.com, use promo code THEPODCAST25. You'll get 25% off as my cat Biggie meows in the background. That's all right. See, you can even give CBD to animals nowadays. It cures them, and it's a lot cheaper than taking them to the vet. So go to blackbeltcbdproducts.com, use promo code THEPODCAST25, receive 25% off. They have everything from tonics to roll-ons to rub-ons. Anything an athlete or an everyday person needs or wants, Please try it. I use it. They send me care packages. I use it on a daily basis. It helps me out on my everyday life. So check out blackbeltcbdproducts.com. And if you're a woman that so happens to be listening to the show, go to poppyapparel.com for all your shopping and accessory needs that a woman wants. Again, the website is poppyapparel.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST. You'll get 10% off. They ship worldwide. And if you spend more than $50, they ship to you for free. Again, it's poppyapparel.com. And lastly, go to firstroll.ca if you're into collectibles. This is a Canadian company. They are first row collectibles. If you're a nerd, a geek, or anything, or you like anything from comic books to wrestling to signed memorabilia, sports stuff, they have it all, and they update daily. Firstroll.ca, they are, like I said, Canadian. They have everything in Canadian funds, and they ship worldwide. So if you're an American, you'll get it actually at a cheaper rate because everyone knows that the Canadian dollar is much lower than the American. So go to firstroll.ca, use promo code the podcast 20 and please go subscribe rate review on all major platforms it is especially important that's what gets me on the charts that's what helps me out that's what attracts sponsorships that's what keeps me on the air so please go to apple podcasts or stitcher tune in soundcloud spotify and iHeartRadio. do whatever they have there i know some sites have likes some have i guess rate review five stars whatever the highest rating is leave it and leave a nice kind review so this week's guest is a Canadian LGBT hip-hop artist. I never thought in my wildest years I would say that. But he, <laughs> he is here today in Studio Live, Count Classy. Wow. Hey, I'm actually so freaking excited. It's my first podcast, and 
I don't really know what to expect, but I'm so far just loving it because I already got three new websites to shop at. <laughs> okay. I'm really, really excited. <laughs> See, and you get discounts thanks to me. Hell yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want discounts? I don't want to pay for anything full price ever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, man? What's up? What's up? Well, um, you know, I've been busy working on my very first EP. Um, and it's just been a rush of emotions and experiences and uh, really validating kind of like what my real passion is, what I really want to pursue and do, and right. and, and just seeing who's really there for me. That's, that's number one. And? <laughs> Have you figured out so far who's been there for you? <laughs> this early? Because you know what? <clears throat> Believe it or not, in the early stages, that's when you really figure out who's there for you and who's not. Absolutely. I mean... It takes only two seconds, like you said, to like something or follow. And, right. and you know... Uh, and it's free! And it's free. And the value you get from it is a lot more than anything money could ever ever do. Because you get... Like, you can't really measure passion. And you can't measure, um, like, art. Right? right. And, and I think that by people supporting you and liking things, and it takes them, like, a couple of seconds, you it really resonates with the artist or the independent you know seller or the local shops online and right. stuff so yeah the mom and pop shit right definitely and again you, that's what people don't understand free three dollars like there's even podcasts out there that have like a patreon page i don't know if you're familiar with this mm-hmm. like you subscribe for literally like one dollar two dollars like they have tiers for shit what the fuck is one dollar nowadays I you know. can't buy shit for it at least when i was growing up i'd go to a corner store no much fucking candy i'd rack up for a dollar yeah, because everything was like five cents, ten cents. You get the magical bag for like fifty cents, and you don't know what's inside. Those were the good old days. I, you know, I had a magical bag last weekend, but um, <laughs> what no, kind I'm, of magical I'm just, bag? I'm just joking. <laughs> well, we are in Canada; it's legal, right? <laughs> Hell yeah, smoke one. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> now we need a sponsor for that, eh? <laughs> right? I know who's the big ones out there. Do you know? I, I know Tweed's a big one because <clears throat> they're everywhere on TV. Edison. Edison's another. Yeah, I heard of that. Um, insert whatever. Canna Farms is out in BC. I heard of them. Yeah. Oh man, they're always popping up. That's every true. single every single weekend, you hear a new company trying to trying to go for the space. Hey, and do you blame them? No, not at all. Exactly. I kind of wish I was there at the beginning. You know, the roots of it all, investing in the stocks and. Well, the money side. I don't think the growing side. Would you want to grow it? Would you be a weed farmer? <laughs> Could you see yourself growing weed? First of all, that sounds like manual labor. <laughs> and that's not something I'm ever down to do. <laughs> oh, shit. But, you know, call me Buju Banton, maybe, and I can... Uh, yeah, but you get to smoke whatever you want. You get to make your own strains. Like, you know what I mean? How fun would that be? So, you be like a chemist. Yeah. Or like a, a no, a botanist. Yeah, that, exactly, with plants. Right. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, like, some, like, wizard sorcery shit? <laughs> you be Harry Potter of weed? Yes. Oh, man. We need a remake of that ASAP. Where everyone's just stoned all the time. You know, who wants to play Quidditch? Nah, it's okay. Let's just roll another one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyway. Yeah, that would be, be get boring pretty quick, though. You could only do that for so long. Yeah, it's true. Because then they'll start upping it up to, like, math, heroin. No. Well, <laughs> as the older generation says, weed's a gateway drug. <laughs> Yeah, gateway to fun. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I like that. I never heard that. But yeah, just working on my music mostly and and kind of trying to make a name for myself and kind of building up on a genre that's that's missing. And uh, being queer in the in the genre is 
Um, it's, it is tiresome because after a while you're <clears throat> always trying to prove to somebody that you could, uh, that you can inhabit this space. Right. And, and you don't want to be a gimmick. You don't want to be known as, oh, he's that gay rapper and that's it. Exactly. You, know, you want people wanna... to know your name and your actual songs. For sure. Yeah, and I, makes sense. And, and it's so easy to tokenize someone. Like you can tokenize that person as being like, you know, a super ghetto rapper or, right. you know, a super zanned out rapper or, you know, that's the, that's the woman rapper of the year. Mm. But why can't there be a ton of women rappers and, right. and uh, like a ton of LGBT artists. And that's not your only label that you wear because, you know, you'd ask any single person, mm. you, they're, they're multifaceted. They wear multiple identities and, and okay. you're created with multiple identities. And I'm not only a gay rapper, I'm a Canadian, you know, I'm biracial, I'm a young entrepreneur, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a scholar, I have my degree. So there's different identities. Everything that I makes you. <clears throat> so you shouldn't be a label, right? For sure. But I mean, I'm not saying we don't need to have a gay rapper. And I think um, having representation where it matters is important, especially trying to be um, a, a good leader for other queer folk, but mm -hmm. also like a younger generation that could potentially look up to you. Right. And I know like we were talking about earlier, like I want to create music where I'm not just rapping about really profane and raunchy stuff. I want to yeah. twist up my lyrics. I want to create, you know, maybe some avant-garde like artistic sounds and, 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 and really explore the diversity within hip hop right. and, and not really putting myself in any box, not even an LGBT or just a queer box i want to just do it all and have fun be happy exactly be happy doing it because you're not happy doing it you know why are you doing it when you make work fun you know you've done it right right definitely when, you, <laughs> when you're when getting you, paid for something you would do for free then you, you know you're doing something right when you wake up on a monday morning and you know you don't have to go to the office and you get to go and do art or do passion or even right. do a business that you want to do. Exactly. Even, even, uh, even, okay. For example, like my, my dad, he immigrated from Portugal, right? Everyone knows this. And he started his own construction business. That's hard labor, but he loved it because it was his, it was like yeah. a baby. It was his, like his child. Like, you know what I mean? He took care of it. He ran it. It was, he was all, it's not like he worked in the office. He did all this stuff like hands on. He was yeah, yeah. there on the floor and he loved it. Of course. So it doesn't have to be only like artists or whatever. Like, like there's so many people out there that, Oh, I gotta go to work. I gotta... So why are you going to work? Why don't you fucking find change it up? You don't have to be an artist, but go into some other field. Look, look into being a doctor. Look into being a lawyer. I know that's a bit more extreme, but I'm just saying. Like you know what I mean? Just go just take your six years in school. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like maybe you want to be a cop. Like you know what I mean? Maybe you want to be like a yoga instructor. Or maybe you want to take Fuck. some online courses and sharpen a couple of your skills. You know, and be a mechanic or something. I don't know. Open your own garage. Like, fuck, there's so many Learn things. how to use WordPress or <laughs> be an editor. Like, you know what I mean? Learn be a producer on a podcast. Exactly. Right? right. There's so many avenues out there. But Different. Yeah. I so don't know. Never box yourself and just do what you, whatever it feels right. Right. Because your own body will always tell you what is proper for you. Not, not any other influence. So. Yeah. No, I see that. Okay. Let's go on to your name. My name? Yes, your name. Count Classy. Yes. Thank you for not having little in it, for not having young in it, Okay. for not having ASAP in it, <laughs> and for not having X in it. Hey. <laughs> no disrespect to anyone out there who does go by those names, but come on, enough is enough. Like, you'd think after one or two, people would be like, 
hey, you know, like, why is everyone a little? Why is everyone a young? Like, again, ASAPs, there's so many out there. Like, what, what, what's going on? Well, you know, to be fair, uh, Count came from my actual status of a Count of Russia. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, um, through my through my lineage and through my ancestry. So are you, like, and... later to Count Dracula or something? Well, <laughs> Count Dracula was from Transylvania. Transylvania, it's close by, though. I don't see the train. Region? Or is that the movie? That's the movie, right? Know. Hotel Transyl- Transylvania, and they uh, all take a train. Yeah, or something? I, know. I have no kids. I don't watch cartoons anymore. Oh, okay. Well, then you're not living the dream, man. <laughs> Actually, even though I went to, but again, it was live action. I watched The Lion King because I did watch it when I was younger. So, oh, I haven't seen it yet. I don't want to cry. So, oh, you will. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when he gets that crown at the end. I'm like, you son of a bitch. You don't deserve it. No. And again, we don't need to say spoilers because it's the exact same thing as a cartoon. And if you haven't watched a cartoon, fuck off. You should die anyways. I mean, you could spoil the, like, the ending with that huge line orgy that they had going on. (laughs) I didn't really understand how that was for kids, but... (laughs) They're cleaning themselves. That's how you explain it. Stop. (laughs) And that leads me to my other part of the name, Classy. (laughs) Nice segue. Um, (laughs) Love it. See, you're natural. You know, I did did Classy um, because I wanted to kind of rap, but have a bit of a flair to it and not being extremely stereotypically, you know, gay and, and, and only wanting to talk about like male anatomical parts and right. pleasure and sex and, right. and things that are kind of rampant. And right you could say dick, by the way, you, you, don't have to be, you don't have to be like, <laughs> and <that PG>. cock. <laughs> thank you. You like a raw here, so to speak. So, so oh God. Um, so that's why I came with count classy and, and, you know, originally it was, uh, count, Classy with a C, but my name okay. is now Classy with a K. Let me guess, C with the dollar sign. Mm, no. Oh. I have stylized it before with yeah. the, the, two the S dollar S sign or, with the two S's yeah, on the Classy, okay. and then the Y with the yen sign, because oh. I don't discriminate. I like all money, especially when it goes to a one account, you know? True. <laughs> that is but true. Um, I changed it to CK because I thought, okay. that's an easy endorsement deal with Calvin Klein. Hey, you put know, it out there. Hey, Manifest put, it, put it to right the universe. There. You know, Count Classy Calvin Klein. Let's make you some booty shorts. <laughs> oh, I'll take artistic initiative on that one. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. So at least you have a story for your name. It's not something to just slap together. Yeah, exactly. And I mean... Um, and it's original. It's a... It's original. If you Google it, no other Count Classy is going to come up. I, I That's assume. what I'm saying. That's okay. what I'm saying. If you Google a little something... Oh, my God. You're, you're competing in a very saturated market. Right. And uh, unless you're... I don't even know what I can even put at the end of Lil. Because now we got Lil Windex, which is like a satire. Of My favorite whole... is Little Dicky. <laughs> yeah, me too. Nah, that's a joke. I'm just joking. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I can't right now. And it's funny because I'm sitting actually right across from him live. So I'm <laughs> watching this guy trying to make these jokes and I'm just like, I'm dead. I'm Welcome dead to ass. the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Here we go. I'm going to take a sip of my triple X vitamin water because now we want to. Oh, and wanna... just so you know, now that you've been on the show, you're going to be nominated now for the DP awards. <laughs> okay. So Count Classy says, what is that? And how. You know, the DP awards. So it's uh, just... The, the, the podcast. Thank you, you see. Okay. People always take it to a different route. I don't know why. <laughs> I was thinking like duplex or, you know... No, it's the, the podcast award. But it's hard to say the the podcast. Like, you know what I mean? It's... it's the, like, the podcast? Yeah, right? Because you have to put the T-H-E... 
because it's the, and the, then the podcast. The, the, right? the, the podcast. Thank you. The, See? the podcast. And I already started to begin with. The, so the podcast. Just the DP award. That's like seashells, seashells, sea, seashells. And actually, you'll be up I'm against you'll be up against uh, Ruben in, oh, in the same category. My manager. There you go. Let's touch on it then. How'd oh, you meet cool. Ruben? Uh, online, uh, actually through one of my ghostwriting accounts. Um, we ended up just, you know, I, I think I landed on his Twitter page, and we ended up uh, messaging messaging each other, DMing okay. each other, and kind of linking up our synergies. And he was like, "Yo, me and my group." Uh, back then, it was. I, he was part of the paper clique and, right. and he, they were performing downtown and he was like, come out and, you know, catch the fashion show that's going on and we're going to be performing. And, you know, I was like, you know, I'm down. Let's, let's, let's make some friends online and meet them in person. Why and not? hopefully he doesn't stab me in the back alley corner in Toronto, but <laughs> no, he's, he's actually, from, again, he's not from Toronto. He's not right? from Toronto. Yeah. So if anything, he should be more afraid of me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to take him into a dark corner. Never mind. Fuck. <laughs> But, um, so I, I caught, I caught his show with him and his boys. He was rapping yeah, yeah. good stuff. You know, it was good vibes, good energy. And right. He's and then yeah, so he's vibrant. To the, very the much. So very, Jesus. very love super it. and passionate. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. working with him. And, uh, and we just clicked. And then from there, we ended up just messaging, uh, just as like friends, you know, like what's going on in each other's lives, gassing each other up, like good for you, man. Like genuinely building an online friendship right. of just, you know, uh, being very proud of each other's work. And then uh, eventually this year I was like, I've always wanted to be a rapper. I feel like I got the chops to be a rapper. Um, Ruben, can you create me some beats? Because he's, uh, he's an excellent beat maker. Right. And, uh, and he's a producer. So he's kind of like the jack of all trades here. And he's like, no problem. Like not even without a bat of an eye. Like it was just wow. like, I'm down. I got you. Let's do it. Let's, and then I was That's like, can so cool. you can you just do my whole album? And then he was like, yeah, I'll produce it, the whole thing. He brought on uh, another another beat producer, Let's Go Los. And I really liked the both of them working on my tracks because, you know, Ruben comes from an ear of, like, really gritty trap music. Right. And uh, Los has a lot of, like, melodic uh, type of, like, beats and vibes. So that's what I really like putting them together on, on, a, on a track because I get... Oh, so they co-produce. Like, like all my, oh, all my, shit. all my songs are my first. I thought you were saying like first. one has one track, another has another, no. and then it's just oh no. So you got so like combination. Like, yeah, vibes on that, and then oh, okay, okay, Los's okay. vibe on that, and together they create this sound that really complements kind of like my brand and what I like to present in my art. Right. And from there, it just kind of like made a work of art. I'm really, I'm really proud of the work that we've done, and I honestly owe it all to to Ruben and and Let's Go Los and. And just the whole supportive team that I had just coming up and truly am humbled by it all. Like, really, but um, <laughs> truly am humbled by it all. <laughs> That's my first single, by the way. Dropping that right now. <laughs> you can stream it everywhere online. Everywhere. Just search it on Google. Count Classies. Classy with a K, because we already discussed that. Calvin Klein, holla. And uh, buy it all. So just tell me what you think and tag me on that stuff. And let's talk about buy it all. Let's talk about it. You just recently dropped it on August sixteenth. There you go. And and how's the, how's been the feedback? Uh, I think really well. I haven't heard anything negative yet, so oh. I'm kind of like, is this one of those moments where I go on American Idol and everyone tells me I'm a great singer until sure. I go in front of the judge and then they're like, you're terrible. Like you're good for your family, but you're you suck exactly. for strangers. Like yeah, my yeah, mom's yeah, my gotcha. biggest supporter, but she's never going to tell me that I sound terrible. Okay. So. 
I'm trying to like just you know get ears <laughs> on it and like DJ producers and just tell me what you think and right. like, everyone's so far fucks with it they love it nice. um you know I got I got you know um Tony on it Tone Loke I do a lot, a lot of uh, a lot of work with him and and he was recently in in town I got him to listen to my tracks you know he right. really liked it uh, you know, it's, it's that new school kind of sound without sounding new school. Right. It's a new type of sound. I think it's, uh, I call it like frilly. Like I call it like really like vibrant and fun and, right. and upbeat. It's not necessarily like sinking your couch kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's, it, it, it's a vibe. I, you know, I'm probably my own biggest supporter cause I just put my songs hey, on repeat and I listen to it. You have to be. <laughs> you have to be, man. Like that's why I haven't hired a producer slash editor yet because I like the sound of my own voice when I edit. <laughs> no, that's I'm fucking. I no, that, that's on another level because his cell phone rang before and it was just his own voice <laughs> telling Same, him, pick up, pick telling up. him, no, man, you so fine, oh, you better God. pick up this phone. Hey, you, hey, you, sexy <laughs> thing, you better pick up this phone. You know, <laughs> I wish I could be like that. I'm my worst critic, honestly. <laughs> like I always tell my wife to double check stuff just in case it falls through the cracks or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she's like. Oh, I didn't say anything wrong. I'm like, no, but you didn't hear this part. She's like, that's fine. I'm like, no, you don't hear it. Like, just a, like the slightest little thing. I'm such a fickler for detail. But I guess that's the problem. Maybe that's why I don't want to hire anyone else. Because I don't think anyone would do... I'm sure someone will do a good job. Yeah. But they don't have the ear that I have. And they don't know my intent. And they don't know... Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some pitches on something. There's something oh, like... Yeah. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I don't know. with you. No, I'm with you 110%. Like... Ask Ruben, my manager, sometimes he's like, dog, like, stop trying to change things. Like, you know, stop, yeah. you know, stop changing this, you know, like, keep going with what you're doing. But I'm like, I don't like that note. And I keep on hearing it every time I hear it. Can we fix that note? Can we fix that pitch? Can we, you know, fix that here, fix that there? And then eventually he's like, okay, I get you. Like, let's do it. And then, um, because if I were to leave it with other engineers and, and producers and whatnot, they are going to hear what their ear is going to want to hear. Thank you. Right? And as an as an artist, I'm going to pick up on things that I am never going to be satisfied with. And if I'm going to put it out there for the rest of time, I have to be able to listen to it on repeat and not pick out something that I truly want to change and regret no, it. putting it out. Of course. Right? You, nothing's ever going to be perfect. And every artist is ever going to... I'm sure you hear your own podcast and you're like, I could have done that segment better. All the time. Or, I'm always second guessing. <clears throat> I'm like, oh, fuck. Why didn't I say that? That was such a, a, a lobby. Like, you know what I mean? Like a throw ball, whatever it's fucking called. But yeah. But in your case, it's even worse. Because at least I have an hour. So I have a bit of time to redeem myself. And then people forget by the time the episode ends. And they're like, oh, it's just Steve. He's a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> but in your case, you literally have that little window of three minutes to whatever. And if someone, if you don't think it's, and especially right on, in the beginning, because again, the attention span, people yeah. put something on. If they don't like it within five seconds, oh, on to the next. Mm-hmm. So if something's not to your liking. And then that could literally mean someone from downloading. So again, making money to losing yeah, money, right? Definitely. So I totally understand in your case, you should be re- way more than me. <laughs> like I have nothing to really complain about because again everyone knows podcasts are raw and every like we talked about it before too and it's like fuck it is what it is that's yeah. why people listen it's not overly produced nothing of that bullshit and hey what can you do but in your case yeah fuck I'd go well I say thank you to my engineer because sometimes you hit that note and you're like did I hit that note or you know so can I get that worked on so um but I feel you on that and if it's not for having your own artistic integrity then like like I said, like, what's the point of putting it out? So, yeah, definitely. And I could see your single being played on the radio. Oh, and the funny you. thing is, I'm not, again, it's hard for me to judge because yeah. I'm not in to 
today's music. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Again, you're old 90, school. Yeah, 90s, 2000s. Old hip hop, yeah. rap, yeah. Like, look, I have all my CDs there. Like, you could go know, through them all. That's fucking, that's fucking dope. <laughs> right? <laughs> Man, that's straight. That's tight. So, that's what I listen to. But I could see it because, again, I'm not stupid. I hear what's on the radio, and I could see this totally fitting in with any rotation on any top 40 hip-hop stations, R&B. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you have a little flavor of, of it all, right? And yeah. that's props to you, man. And, well, that's, that's that was my intention. I wrote By It All as my number one mainstream song. Right. And I was like, okay, let's put name brands in there. You know, let's create a really catchy hook, a really catchy chorus. Um, when I have my cadence in my in my rap, you know, I I play with the sound of how of like my delivery, which is right. like like wow, like wow, like I do all, <laughs> like, all that kind of stuff in my music. But it adds an element of like um, curiosity and like and, and it's kind of intriguing to listen to because right. you don't really hear other rappers um, not being afraid of sounding like a goof. Apart from like I would say like Lil Wayne or someone who's really. Uh, down for being that class clown role but sure. for me i'm already like i'm already trying to break barriers down in this industry as it is gotcha. you know i'm a gay ass guy coming right up in here rapping about stuff that homeboy has been rapping about for a couple years but i got my own story my own take on it yep. that i want other people to listen to so for me i'm like i'm gonna make whatever noises i want in my music because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's my stuff exactly right you have control. so if i want to drop a certain you know hint over here and kind of call out maybe the industry here and there i like you know i do like calling out people on my music and uh <laughs> you got any shit for that yet no <laughs> okay but when it does <laughs> i'll be coming back on this podcast to spill the tea oh, God. um but it's it's kind of true i mean i say it in my first song like I'm not afraid to have boys in my crew. You know, I'm not afraid to have that representation kind of in your face because we're at that point right now as a society that's like, you know, you have to be able to uh, be okay with all this type of diversity right. in hip hop, in whatever, in your workplace, in anything. In anything. Yep. Otherwise, you're going to get left behind as the mentality changes. Of course. It always happens. And you Look see at history. That, you see, exactly. Right? Yep. And you see that in all the up, up, up and coming artists. They all have like a, a niche and a flair. And I really like some of the flavor they bring. Mm-hmm. Right? But where is that really prominent gay male rapper that has been so um, kind of like disproportionized in this industry, in mm-hmm. this genre? You know, I we have, uh, I love McConan. Um he came out, I believe, now as queer or, um, le- like, I'm loving this representation that's mm-hmm. coming out. Lil Nas X is another one. Right. Um, but we don't have, you know, a rapper that's launched as, I am queer. Here I am. Right. It's always been a leak or is it, you know, are we going to hide this from the public for a little bit? I'm see sure just a ton. And when I mean tons, I mean like Everyone sucks dick in Hollywood. <laughs> Straight, gay, doesn't matter. I was just going to say, I'm sure there's so many guys that are still in the closet because of their persona. They can't or they won't come out because they think it's still wrong in their mind because, they again, they haven't evolved like everyone well, look else at the, But you look at the internet comments too. You kind of are sometimes afraid. And like as cliche as it sounds, like Macklemore says it in his lyrics, same love. Like, mm-hmm. you preach the hate all over online, on the internet, and you call each other fags on, like, on the keyboard. Why would I want to come out and now be that fag who's rapping about hard shit, mm-hmm. right, in my songs and putting people in their place when, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the internet's telling me I should just, like, stay compliant and, you know, just maybe rap's not for you. Leave it for, leave it for the boys, you know, leave it for the well, Leave it for guys. who, though? Who gets to decide who, who gets to rap or not? Like, you know what I mean? Who the fuck is the rap god? Like, what the fuck? 
Well, if now, you have the skill, you have the skill. The numbers are going to decide. Well, true. Thank God for that. Like yeah. we, we were griping that the internet's fucked everything up and an instant gratification and all this, but you see what the internet has also done. Yeah. Where it's no longer the good old boys club, right? It's more of like an equal platform for people to get noticed and to hear, hear them, hear them succeed in their own art that normally or, or historically would have not uh, been given that chance. So I thank the internet, you know, but, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how, things play out being, you know, being a, que- a queer rapper and, and, and not just being predominantly gay, but, you know, being my own version of myself, which right. is kind of classy and, and being true to my identity, not conforming, you know, I've been told to just have a certain look and, you know, have bitches walk by me <laughs> and all this. No, I've actually been told that. And I'm just like, for <laughs> That's whom? hilarious. Not for me, clearly. But the thing is, is people would know eventually because that's not your thing. Like, you know what I mean? And you're openly gay. Definitely. Like, how, how does that I mean, make I sense? I mean, I love hot girls. Trust me. I love sexy women. I can appreciate the woman's body. I can, I would love them having my music videos, but right. I'm not going to have, I'm not going to be you're going over and, and, and yeah, and, and yeah. kiss all over them or pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you be sexual I mean? like, with them. Exactly. I don't need to. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I'll leave that for the 99% of other rappers that are out there. Yeah. Right? Now I'm carving my own lane here. You know, I'm I'm trying to get as much support as I can. Been loving the support I've been getting so far. That's awesome. And um, just trying to do my true authentic self. And I think mm. that's a lot of what's also missing right now in the game. Right. Is authenticity in your art. But have you been noticing, I don't know about you, because with me, same thing. I say what I want to say. I don't give a fuck too bad. You don't like it, turn the channel. Great. Have you been getting the rebellion of be like, oh, you say too much or... You shouldn't be saying what you're saying. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, you're wrong for saying that. And it's like, why am I wrong? Again, you're just one opinion. But then if I say you're wrong, no, 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 I'm right. It's like, what, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Like, do you understand what I'm talking about? All the time. Okay. Like, uh, and especially now when I'm starting my brand and my career and people are wondering, you know, like, why did you have to always, you know, like, why do you have to speak about being an LGBT, like, hip-hop artist? Right. Right? Why can't you just be a hip-hop artist right and um for me it's like i am a hip-hop artist but i'm also lgbt and i use that in my artistry that is what fuels my passion mm-hmm. that that sense of energy that goes into my lyrics and uh and i'm able to also represent a group of people mm-hmm. that don't have that right now i can't just turn on a radio station and listen to a predominantly gay rapper right right and i think that's a shame and i think we need uh, we need to have more representation before we're able to just now judge people for being like, why do you have to come out and be a, <clears throat> a gay rapper? Why can't right. you just be a rapper? Yeah. Right. We're not there yet. Yeah. No. I feel we need to have, uh, we need to have like, uh, people pioneering like these new adventures and journeys on these new frontiers right? before we can criticize what one can and cannot be. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I'm just like, here we go. Like literally in the first three seconds of my song. It's like, on buy it all. It's like, here we go. Let's just try it. What's, <laughs> what's awesome. going to happen? Exactly. <laughs> right? You, at least you know you put yourself forward and you did your 100% of who you are and you have no regrets. No and, regrets. And if people don't like you, then on to the next, right? Well, you know, <laughs> a lot of people Let are not going to like me. <laughs> well, you can't say that. Well, again, what? You think because of the old school <clears throat> mentality? Just because of no, I you know what I'm actually finding. I'm finding old school people are really embracing. Shut up! I thought new... it would be the other way around. No, because 
for me, I have such respect for the OGs in the game, right? Like, uh, Rob Bass, Tone Walk, Salt and Peppa, um, all the, like, Bismarck. Yeah, the pioneers. Old school. They, they carved their path in that industry. Right. Right? And for me, I'm like, I'm going to give you all that respect because you, you deserve all that respect. And I think when I, when I've talked to them, you know, previously and, and I, the, I find that old old school artists or even people that listen to old school music, they're more intrigued as to like how you can evolve rap, the rap game. Right. Right? The new guys, right? Like a lot of people that listen to the new school stuff, mm-hmm. they're the first ones to dismiss you because you're not as cool or pop in or you don't oh. do it like the new school artists do. Right? And I'm like, but the thing is a lot of artists are gonna come and go. What's gonna what's gonna solidify you as an icon? Right. And I always say that to myself where I'm like I could come into this, you know, with fire blazing, because mm-hmm. I am full amen, just kidding, um, <laughs> and I can easily go out, you know, like a, like a, out, like a light, no. um, <laughs> I can easily go out, like come in and go out really quick, no one talks about me in a couple years, yeah. or I take my time, develop a genre, work the networks that I need to work, um, create, you know, create this culture, right? A new type of culture. And eventually, and hopefully, you pick up, you know, one of those coffee table books of, like, the all-time stars and stuff, or the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest, whatever, and you're going to see my name there. And I'm not going to be an artist that just comes and goes. I'm going to solidify, you know, put Madonna and Cher run for their money, and... (laughs) Lady Gaga, another one. Lady, yeah, she's going to be around forever, forever. And she doesn't age. I think she's looked the same since the first day she's come out. Mind you, start, I mean, like... Style obviously has changed, but I mean, like, age-wise. Well, she's yeah, not really... wearing a meat dress anymore, which is such a shame. Because I always thought she looked so flattering and slabs of meat. Um, but I that's that's another thing, too. Like, Lady Gaga, for example, you know, she's a perfect case study of, like, fame and stardom and understanding what it takes to be an artist. Well, and... have you watched her Netflix doc? I did. Okay, yeah, so did I. Right? So that's where I got my... Because, mo- again, I, that's not my genre. Yeah. So I found out through it because my wife likes her and we ended up watching. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't... Now I got to see why she is who she is. Like, you know what I mean? Because, it's again, it's easy to point the finger and judge. Like, oh, whatever. She's crazy. Oh, she's just trying to get attention. Or, like, everyone, oh, she's just a slut or she's just this or that, right? The usual shit. Yeah. It's like, no, there's a story behind everything. People aren't just something for no reason. And Manufactured or true. Either way. And she's now an icon. Like, she's right? never gonna... Yeah, she's on Madonna disappear. level. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Madonna level, Cher level. Who else? Rihanna, Beyonce. Yeah, there you go. All, all the true divas. Celine Dion. Yeah, good old Canadian. You know, <laughs> good old Canadian. <laughs> Justin Bieber. You know. Well, icon, just as well. He's never gonna kind of go I away. I know. I, I always uh, throw shame on the Biebs, but all in all... He's great. Hey, you can't honest, you can't get fucking angry at him. I can't because awesome. I do the same thing. <laughs> Someone gives me all that money. Of course, I'm going to be speeding in my Lambo and a, a secluded. And where has he been recently? Now he's been low key. You don't hear from him. Like he you bought know a house. Mean? He got married. Right. Right. He just seems lives. like he got older. Like okay, honestly, anyone in their early twenties or late teens and who grew up in the industry, come on, you're telling me you want to fucking go nuts with all like you just said. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Dump fucking $5 million in any 19-year-old's lap and see what they do with it. Exactly. Like, get and, the and fuck his, out of here. his whole team is all young kids, too. Like, oh, Scooter, is it? Oh, I don't know that. Scooter's like, I don't even know, but he's, I don't think he's 40, right? So, <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a job, isn't it? <laughs> no, fucker. but, like, he's like, 
he's like young, you know, he, he of course he's going to navigate his career where he needs to go, but yeah, it's yeah. all that young blood mentality. Yeah, it's like that millennial blood. Right, yeah. so it's just, here's a bunch of money, as long as you show up for your concert next week, I don't really care. True. Right? And he always did, except for that one time where he lost his voice or whatever. Or when he puked on stage. Oh, I don't know. What? Did you see that? No. Oh, it was gross. He just like <laughs> turned around, just like puked all over Was he sick or hungover? I don't know. It didn't... <laughs> I don't know. Like, a little bit of both, maybe. Maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> if that was me, though, like, I don't even know what I would do. Would I just puke all over the audience? At least they have something to talk about? Or, right. like, no, I'm just joking. I would never. But, I mean, kudos. I think he did continue performing. The show must go on, after all. And, uh, but, yeah, I don't know what, where, where we're at. We just started listing off a bunch of celebrities and talking about puke. Again, this is the <laughs> podcast, my friend. This is the podcast, see? <laughs> you're just you're just making a better case for a DP award. <laughs> Wait, so how how does one get? Oh yeah, nominated? that's right. We didn't even explain that. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Wow, did we ever digress? It's it's pretty simple uh, nomination process. If okay. you're if you're a guest within the time frame, yeah. then you get nominated. <laughs> so what's the time frame? Don't say the from whole. January to December. <laughs> For the whole year, yeah. So I have fifty-two other bitches. I've no, about. it's broken down into categories. So I'm gonna. I, okay, this is all raw. I don't know what the categories are gonna be, but I'm gonna have something like hold them um, to it, guys. Like <laughs> best uh, entertainer slash musician or something. Okay. Uh, best MMA uh, guest, best wrestling guest, best actor, best director, like stuff like that. Like actual categories. MMA. I was very. Are intrigued. you into mixed martial arts? I actually am. Do you watch UFC and shit? Not, not oh. religiously. However, but you know of it. Yes. Okay. I was. Uh, I actually trained with Hensel Gracie. Fuck off. Yes. I've had. Um, what's his name? Uh, Gracie on the show. Oh my god. Why am I blanking out which Gracie I had on the show? Well, they have like a million brothers. Uh, heat on. I had heat on Gracie on the show. Fuck. I don't know. Did why you I actually? Yeah. I swear wow. to God. I had heat on on the show. That's dope. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I did jiu-jitsu when I was young, uh, taekwondo. Nice. So, I'm not afraid to actually fight. A, because i got to protect, protect myself. And B... Yeah, but you're a big boy. Come on, man. You're telling me people I'm actually pick on you? i little, dainty soul. No, by big boy, I mean, like, you're tall. Like, you're like... Yeah, I'm six foot one, two ten. Yes. <laughs> there you go. See? So, yeah. Um, but I actually don't ever find... In- I don't ever find myself intimidated by someone threatening to fight me because I'm like... Because you could defend yourself. And because I get to be in close proximity with another guy. Oh, my God. Like, seriously, win-win situation here. Okay, let's be frank here. I've okay. always wanted to know this. All right. You get into a fight with a straight guy. Are you reaching? Are you For trying? my gun? No. Get oh. <laughs> the fuck out of here, man! <laughs> fuck, we're not going down that route, man! It's you fucking reaching. It's balls. It's reaching. No, fuck. what the hell? I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know men are pigs, when too. When you put someone in an arm bar or leg lock chokehold, you're not looking, you're not worried about what's going yeah, on. Yeah, but okay. See, for as, as a man, w- okay. w- w- like, being a straight man, if I could see a straight man trying to break up two women fighting and, like, copping a feel under tits or something. So I'm just thinking, like, I don't know. How does the gay mind work? Cause again, not like I don't that. Understand. <laughs> like, aren't you guys pigs like straight men? <laughs> Definitely. But we have a better way of hiding it. Uh, maybe that's what it is. No, I don't know. <laughs> Hell, I'm gonna change my name to Count Trashy, man. Just... See, did you ever think you'd get asked this question on a podcast? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I'm not hating it one bit, though. Were we talking about dick pigs and grabbing balls? No, no MMA. MMA. That's it. Same thing. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Homoerotic, right? As they say. Yeah, definitely. Um, but 
Yeah, so I, I love I love UFC. Okay. I actually do enjoy watching. So you probably watch like the big fights. Good and fight. shit, well, right? actually, I was when they came to Toronto for the first time. Oh, you were there. I was there. With the it one was, at the dome. I call it the dome still. Sorry, yeah. the Sky Dome. Or? Yeah, it was. Okay. It was the first time in Toronto, and also the first all female fight. That's right. I forgot who plays because I'm not. I don't no, know that I plays. My memory sucks. I forgot who fought. I was just I'm gonna not... say, are you sure you watch MMA? <laughs> But I went with my dad. It was, uh, okay. I believe it was a birthday or a Father's Day gift, and and so it was. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it was a fun time, and it's definitely different being in the audience than than watching it on TV. Oh, so you should go back and listen to the old. I had Sam Stout on. You must know Sam Stout. No. Okay, so if you went to the dome, you know who fought Aldo, uh, mm-hmm. Mark Hominick? Yes. Yes. So I went to their That's gym. That's the name. Okay. okay. So I went to their gym yeah. and I interviewed his partner that pretty much runs the gym, Sam Stout. He was in UFC too. That's dope. So you should go back because he actually, and spoiler, I don't know if anyone's listened or not, but a little Easter egg, Mark actually passes by and we talked to him for like two seconds. So if you hear his voice in the background, Sam actually asked him a question and he answered. So hey, he was technically cool. on the podcast. Te- he gets those credits. <laughs> but he can't SEO. be nominated though. He can't be nominated. Hell for no. He's not taking away my damn spot. But he can. Different category. MMA. Now I'm MMA too. How? I don't know. You can't be nominated for fight? two. I've... <laughs> I can show you how I'm MMA. I've never... I promise I won't grab your balls. Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to do something else, aren't you? Hell yeah! Yeah, you see? <laughs> Fuck that shit, nah. Actually, I've rolled that. Uh, I've done one rolling session with uh, Thomas Beach. He was on the podcast. He's a black right. belt. Yeah. He's local in Toronto. Cool. And I actually rolled for the first time with him. It's... Fuck, man. It's... It's grueling. It's strenuous. It is. It's like... Working muscles. I thought my, like, my chest was getting... Like, you don't know how much weight... Is when someone is actually physically yeah. sitting on your fucking chest. Yes. Like, I'm pushing down with their weight, and it's like, oh my God. And it's not only like you're trying to toggle, like, supporting their fucking weight, but like, you gotta make sure that he's not going for like an arm of yours or a That's leg the of thing. yours. So you're thinking like, offense and defense at the same time. All the time. time. Yeah. It's all the time. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, props to everyone who does. I'd probably get as far as blue belt or something, because that's the second level. Oh, I don't even remember how far I but went. But that's about it for me. <laughs> I think maybe green in jiu-jitsu, and then I was red belt in taekwondo. I was on my way to black belt. I remember that, but then we moved. So, unfortunately. Yeah, but how legit were these things? You, oh, no. Was it, was it like some fucking... Money. They loved their okay. money. So, like, you know... I was going to say, some guy who just said he was, like, probably some guy... Hey, I was on karate. I would say... I would say... No, I would say, like, with taekwondo, it was more so, like, a recreational children's, like... So, you wouldn't class. be able to get into a real fight using just In taekwondo. In my jiu-jitsu, though, I trained with uh, Sensei Darlene Kranz, four-time uh, world champ. Uh, her and her dad, the whole family is an incredible pioneers in, in, in the jiu-jitsu, oh, wow. uh, yeah, in the jiu-jitsu uh, sport. So I would say with their knowledge and their expertise, I can hold my own. Um, and if that doesn't work, I can always just grab the balls. It's going to be right back to the balls. <laughs> it always leads to the balls, doesn't it? Oh, you got two things of nuts right in front of me right here. Well, you could help yourself. And no, it's not my nuts. I w- fucking what? pigs. Did you buy it? No, my wife did. Oh, okay. <laughs> so close. I almost had you. <laughs> You've also ghostwritten for a lot of people. Yes. Um, How's that experience? Actually, how about this? To start off the question, mm-hmm. or the whole thing and conversation about this now. How did it feel to hear someone else spitting your lyrics after you've written them? And you hear them and it's like, fuck, yeah, man. Um, I feel like why is not not me doing that? Really? And so you want to, you, the bug hit you right away? Um, it depends. So 
when I write, when I ghostwrite for music lyrics, um, it's mostly like a catalog. Okay. And then they just kind of take what they like. Oh, I see. So almost then, like a producer making beats, right? Pretty gotcha. much. So okay. you just have like a song book, right? right, right. Like as a songwriter, you just have a lot of, a lot of songs you can, you can give off. Okay. And they kind of just like buy it off of you kind of thing. And do they usually tweak it as well? Or are you one of those people? Oh, yeah. of you buy it has to be the way it is. No. Okay. Okay. I don't think there's any ghostwriter out there that. Really? Yeah. It's oh. just like, you know, this is my work, but no one's ever going to know about it. You know, you can't change the lyrics. Right. But, um, and I also do, um, uh, like digital ghostwriting. Okay. So that's most of, most of the work that I've done. And, and it's, uh, and for the everyday person, what's digital ghostwriting? So it would be like, uh, handling their social media accounts, interacting with oh, fans. Oh, I see. Um, pretending like you're them. So, that so you're like, they're a social media ambassador, so to speak, but you're pretending that you're still them. Yeah. So like a lot of my clients, they're actually like old school, you know, old school oh, artists. That's, so they so they're just the like, they're, they're like, man, I don't even know how to turn They're probably going to put like dick pics on and stuff no. and not know what's going <laughs> no. on or say some like old school racist shit. Get themselves in trouble. Hey, I had to deal with some of those things, and, and right? let me tell you, because they don't know any better. They don't know, but any... they still sort of get a pass. So <laughs> I, that's just my opinion. Fuck, go with the times. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but it, that's that's been interesting because you have like <laughs> people hitting imagine. up your DMs. Oh shit! That's but like right. actual artists. Oh, so I've I've talked to Shaka Khan. Um, you know, not me as Count Classic. Right, but, but as your persona. Yeah. You're right. Like, Glasses Malone was another one. Nice. Ty Dolla Sign. Okay. Um, who else? Like, I can't even... Like, hundreds. Like, right. I've just... Those are just names that have just come up. So, um, that in itself is kind of really cool because you can also see what an artist is like when they're not in the camera oh, on the spotlight. And it also helps you because then you could approach them as yourself because then you know what they like versus oh, what they don't like. I have like, a Rolodex right? of networks right nice. now for all of that. So it's, Good for you. You know, so it's like, hey, you don't know me, but you yeah. kind of do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. No, that's smart. Why not, man? Yeah. So, but it's all about networks, right? Your net worth is your network. So uh, the more you hit up different people in their DMs and you talk to them and I know like Ruben, my manager, he's always telling me to hit up people's DMs and just build relationships organically with yep. with your fans and with your people and yep. so that's what I that's what Not I Not only that and I don't know about you but do you check up and like be like, Hey what's up? We haven't talked in a while like with artists you've worked for or with or in the industry, right? I, just to keep that open, you know, be like, Hey, you know, I haven't forgotten about you, I'm still here type of deal, right? Definitely. And and always, you know, if you're if you're Facebook friends with them, like I had to actually like turn off my my friends list on Facebook because really? it was just too like I guess quote unquote incriminating because like it was just leading back to a lot of like authentic artist pages. So like I would catch like other like some people that I would know that would like be mutuals with them and I'm like, right. how are you mutuals with them? Mm. Or or they would tell me like, you know, or I would even see friend requests and I would be like right. mm. So then I switched <laughs> that off so no one can see who I'm friends with. Right. But um smart. You kinda have to. You kinda yeah. have to Eventually, you you hit a you hit a tipping point or like a breaking point mm -hmm. in which you kind of have to decide these things. Where it's like, now I have to keep that stuff hidden, right? You know, even my own social media, I had to scrub my Instagram. I had to re kind of like restart. It's like a phoenix, kind of being reborn into right. this new entity of artistry. But ghostwriting is ghostwriting is dope. Like I talked to many, did many, many, many different people, and and really uh, seeing how they kind of act 
on the side and you can kind of like joke around with them and it's not serious, you know, you, and, um, see, maybe that's my problem like or, insider. or maybe it's my gift. I don't know. That's how I approach everyone as myself. I'm not here in a student time like, hello, Mr. So-and-so, would you like to come on the podcast today? No, it's yeah, like, yeah. hey, what's up? Like, you want to come on the podcast? You talk some shit and do whatever you want. Yeah, you hit, hit me up if you want to. Like, you know what I mean? It's more, again, not that formal, obviously, yeah. but it's sort of in the constraints where if I was to go in for an interview, I'm not going to like office it up. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? If that makes sense? Like, Definitely. I'm still going to be respectful and I'm not going to be dropping fucking F-bombs here and there. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm going to be a little bit loose. I might say shit or something, but in good context, right? Well, I, I went for coffee with a good friend of mine, DJ Couture, and, and he told me, because I was like, what do I do to get noticed? Like, how how do I even approach people on DMs? Drop a sex and, and, <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, another one? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you've done it already, see? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You know people are just Googling right now. I know. Can you imagine? <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> the only time you're on the net is when you Google my ass. Um, <laughs> so, I even forgot what I was talking about. Well, uh, Don't ask me. Man. Hitting the DMs. Oh, I was, sitting, I was sitting with my good friend, yep. DJ Couture, and, and he was like, honestly, I get young up-and-comers always hitting my DMs, being like, yo, I'm fire. Listen, I'm the new sound. Like, right. everyone's the new sound. Everyone's fire in your own eyes, right? In, in, the, in the artist's eyes. And the people that actually stand out are the people that are just genuinely straight up with him. Oh. Like, hey man, See? like super humble, like like being having having a sense of like humility and being humble actually kind of goes far in right. in the industry because a lot of people expect um, artists to kind of be like snooty, short with you, like they're just too good to kind of be in your presence. And I find that like narcissistic when too kind of narcissistic even if they even if they don't act like that like uh off stage like obviously mm -hmm. on stage everyone plays a character you have to you have to and that's, that's what, what people sells. want that's yes. what people want people exactly. kind of realize that but even like off stage some some celebrities are, are cool and some of them are just like i wish i never met you because now you kind of ruin your whole art yeah i've Fuck, right? I've heard it a million times. Never and, meet and, your and, hero because you'll always get disappointed. Yeah, and you, and you just they do shit that you would never think about in your head, and you're kind of like, and next time that song comes on, you're like, mm, I'm gonna skip it. Yeah, right. So like for me, I've always had a a sense of being true to myself. Yeah, as a nice person and being bubbly and just being eccentric and and not thinking that I'm just too good for anyone because yeah, yeah. you can literally and maybe that's my anthropological background coming out cuz I got a degree in that but you can literally learn from every single person no matter their right. status that's everyone true. has value cuz they have something to teach you and if you think otherwise you'll fool yeah, I know and those are the people who fall to the side eventually yeah and then those are the people you see on the way down when you're climbing up exactly and then you give them the fucking finger and say fuck off and I'll see you at the meet and greet <laughs> <laughs> no you won't because you won't be able to afford a ticket hell no but you know what here's two dollars <laughs> oh god now you're getting really petty <laughs> just gonna give it back <laughs> so what music did you grow up on what were your inspirations did you like old school hip hop were you always a hip hop fan do you like pop country definitely not to the country okay um I've tried like I love the song Chicken Fried by uh, Zach Brown Band okay that's Don't a good one you know I like a chicken fried, gold beer on a Friday. Typical country, okay. But it's I can't name you one fucking country song. Sorry, Taylor Swift. No, no, okay, no disrespect okay. to no one out there who does like country, but I can't. It's not my jam. So I've tried, I've tried, and uh, Lil Nas acts like his his old town old town road song. 
it was a great bridge between country and hip hop because now yeah, I'm starting I can to. See it. But again, even the hip hop side of it is not my shit either, right? So, ooh, two strikes for you. Well, again, old school, man. <laughs> I told you, I'm old school all the way. Uh, R and B is a big one for me. Okay, uh, I love. Okay, but is there? Uh, I had this conversation too with someone the other day. What? Is there any current R and B? Because again, growing up, there are so many like. Well, bands, both women bands, men yeah. bands, single artists, like you know what Boy I mean. Boy bands, girl bands, yeah. Now and there's like, you know what I mean. Well, now it's not as it's pretty scattered as a genre, I guess. So you have like, I would say maybe Tory Lanes will be more R and B, hip hop, but um... <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Well, you have Mary J. Blige and shit, like yeah. But if I want to listen to Mary J. You know, I'm going to put on that era and all that tunes. Like, there's Destiny's nothing really... Child. Oh, don't even start with Destiny's Child. I, I can't even think it. of any... Because, again, I don't have any really R&B. My wife's collection isn't there. Well, she's a big Tupac fan, so that just goes to show. Like, 2000s R&B. All the baby-making songs. Drew Hill. Yeah. I'm a big Drew Hill fan. That'll yeah. be that out. Boys uh, to Men. There you go. Boys to Men. See, that's my era. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's... That's some good music, let me tell <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. See? Um, that's why I don't fuck with today's shit. Most, mostly though, I listen to pop. Oh, okay. Like top 40 shit? Definitely. Okay. And I like, like mainstream, I've kind of always been known as a mainstream So who's your favorite listener. gun to your head? Favorite artist? Probably Beyonce. Really? Yeah. I really, uh... What do you like about her? Her music? Her, her whole persona? Her, her... Her power? Her power. Okay. Like, just... The fact that she demands attention, I think uh, we have the same type of hair, so it always oh it always helps. Um, I'm just as gorgeous as her, and you know I sing just as well as her. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking with all y'all. Speaking of humble, right? <laughs> fuck. No, but I like what she did, um, making moves in the industry right. and really solidifying her place as okay. the number one. Like if you ask, if you were to ask most people, you know who's your number one female artist. I would probably say that Beyonce would rank up there. Most Rihanna people. would rank up there. Top uh, five for sure. Even top three. I'll go even top three. I would say top three. Yeah. Statistically, I, I would say a lot yeah. of people would rank that. And just just being um, uh, an artist, that you, maybe, maybe you don't listen to Beyonce, but you sure as hell know her songs. Well, of course. Right? Yeah. And, and, and that's what I really admire about her artistry. Mm. Um, the fact that she didn't really need anyone she didn't need jay-z to be where she is they're just as big as each other exactly and i think that's why it worked too and i think uh, definitely right i mean solange is gonna say otherwise well because she drop kicked him in the elevator i know right but that was (laughs) y'all solange is another artist i love she is so sweet and pure i just feel sorry for her because of the shadow i i know right Right? because her 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 art is uh so underrated and she's different from her sister that's what's very the, different that's what i don't understand and again very this different. is coming from someone who literally i can't name one of her songs either but i know that she's not like the same like what a ballad beater or whatever ballad uh what, what do they call it like, a ballad belcher or whatever the fuck i don't even know what the fuck terminology is but you know where beyonce has like that voice where like that whitney houston type yeah. voice, like you know what i mean yeah yeah powerhouse but, voice a ballad yeah when singing like ballads but uh, yeah, Solange is very different, and she she kind of channels her like I would say um, her like black excellence. Okay. A lot of her music is centralized around the identity of being a strong black woman in a different way that Beyonce is. Right. Is because I think I think Beyonce was more of, woman power than it was black woman power. 
Like, you know what I mean? I think so. Right? I think, I think the, she obviously did, you know, made, made lanes in, in both identities, but, um, her, her main, you know, I think shtick was the fact that women can be just as equal, just as talented. Um, she came in with like, yes, I'm a feminist. Yes. I'm supporting these rallies. Um, my, all my band is woman. Like she doesn't right. have a guy in her band. Right. So that's I think right. that's, that's very admirable. Yeah. Um, so like just bringing that to the forefront and then, you know what? I love the Noel sisters in general. Yeah. Like invite me to your next cookout or something because I will just praise the both of y'all in, in very different ways. So Solange or Beyonce, cause I know one of you is listening. Of course they are. Please invite me, maybe to your Thanksgiving, Christmas. <laughs> oh wow, you're you going know, all out. Graduation, now. you know, little little Tommy, your nephew, or oh my god, I don't, I don't think they even have a little Tommy, but any one of your nephew nieces, I'll be there in the graduation, and I'll bring a cake. Oh god, <laughs> favorite flavor cake. Since we're on the subject now, <laughs> oh favorite flavor cake, ice cream cake is my favorite. Oh god, um, that's strike one for you. How about that? <laughs> okay, birthday cake, birthday cake. What the ice fuck cream is birthday favorite. cake? Like, birthday cake ice cream. What the fuck is... What, that's a flavor? Birthday cake? Your listeners right now are sharpening their pitchforks What the fuck is birthday cake? That's a flavor? Yeah. What is it, like vanilla or something? What no, the fuck is... it tastes bir- exactly like birthday cake. Like, it's... I can't even describe it. It tastes like happiness and confetti. Birthday, birthday is not a flavor. That's like saying it, that's... I don't know what kind of birthdays you had, but birthdays is very much a flavor. I don't have birthdays. When you wake up... <laughs> <laughs> After a certain age, you just don't have birthdays. Right? No, my parents forgot about me. Aww. <laughs> no. I don't need to know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've come to to gripes with it. It's all good. But no, I still don't know what fucking birthday cake is. Honestly, what does this taste like? Like vanilla. Okay, see, that's better. See, now you're describing but, an actual flavor. But not vanilla. Like, I can't so like an off of vanilla, I guess. It's like a sweet, like... I don't know what the fuck Sprinkly is. flavored, kind of tastes like, like a cake shortcake, batter, maybe? Like cake batter. Like, is it like a strawberry shortcake? No, it just tastes like cake batter. I honestly don't know. We're going to have to go go get birthday cake ice cream so I can show you sure. what that tastes like. Next time you're on the podcast, bring me some birthday cake ice cream or ice cream birthday cake. I, I mean, it might melt by the time I get here, but I'll try. Okay. <laughs> Before we get into the, the mass of the week, yes. one last question. Okay. Who do you want to collaborate with over your career? Who's your number one? They're all dead. Okay, that's fine. Dead or alive, I'll take it. Um, my number one, definitely Whitney Houston. Oh, wow. Definitely. I would just be so uh, humbled just to be on the same track as her. She's lived such a legacy. Right. And her voice is unmeasurable. Um, uh, definite, definitely. Um, but someone living, I think... Whoo, that's a tough one. Like, There's who, a lot. There is a lot. And... I'm going to have to put a little something in there. Um, no, you know what? I think, realistically, I really fuck with uh, Billie Eilish. Okay. Um, like, lately I've been listening to a lot of her music. She's hey, she's, she's created right her, own, her own sound, her own genre, her own lane. Um, Miley Cyrus would be another one. Okay. Um, I really like... Uh, I really like how... Um, not afraid she is to kind of just do what she wanted to do and not worry about the flack or criticism about mm-hmm. it. And, uh, 
Maybe her father, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, he is in now as well, right? Fuck. He's made a little comeback. I'm good for him, though. Achy, breaky heart, man. That's all I'll know him for. Well, I think that's that's his uh, only single. Right? Because he is he released, a one-hit wonder. I'm sorry. I think he released... Well, you shouldn't be sorry about being a one-hit wonder. Hey, I've said it. I'll take a one-hit wonder over a no-hit wonder. That's anything. what I'm saying. You pay me a royalty check every right? week. Fuck. Hell, I know a lot of artists that are one-hit wonders, and they live... Of the royalties, right? Of, yeah, they don't even have to get up to go to work, because they live within their means. Think about it. What if their song is featured in a movie? In a exactly. commercial? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If people want to have it, like, on a podcast, has their theme or something. Like, there's so many avenues you could take with it, right? Definitely. And it never gets old. Music doesn't get old. I'm sorry. It doesn't. Especially if you create good music. Good Thank music you. doesn't yes. get old. Yes. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah, that's true. I think a lot of the stuff now will get old within a week, but... Yeah, but that's like anything, though. Go back and listen to, like, 90s pop. I don't think it holds up. No. Right? Well, some, like, Aqua. Aqua songs. Oh, God. What about Blue? Europe. That song, I'm That song does not hold up. That what about the Vanga Boys? There you go. The Vanga Boys and everything. See, I can't listen to this shit now. But at the time, at the club, it's like, yeah, Vanga Boys! <laughs> when you're hopped up on some kind of... Uh... <laughs> what was big back in the day? E. E was big back in the day when I used to go clubbing. Oh, you're talking about drugs. I'm thinking you're still talking about music. Oh, no. Fuck. Music. I was like, who's E? Then. Okay. Nah, man. You need to be inebriated going to a club. I don't know what kids do nowadays. Cause... Well, I'm pretty sure they just rob, stab, and shoot up each other because that's all I hear in the fucking news. I don't know what goes on in clubs these days. Um, well, you're closer to the scene than I am, so fuck. Well... I don't actually go clubbing all that often. I don't drink. What about performing at clubs? Performing, uh, I haven't performed at a venue that's a club-based yet. Oh. So when you do, what are you going to do? In and out? You're not going to chill, hang out? Right? Depends on who's there. And it depends on the scene. It depends on the scene. Yeah, that's true, I guess. You know, but I genuinely would always uh, try to, like, meet the people that do support me. So I... Uh, I'm not an in and out type of guy because um, I'm a very social person to begin with. Sure. You know, I'll strip away the artistry. Like, yeah, I just yeah. like meeting people. Like, that's anthropology, right? Cultures and, and people and diversity and, and values yeah. and all that. So, of course. For me, I just want to, I'll probably like meet my fans and, 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 and talk to them and, and seeing, like, really appreciate the fact that they're there for you. And then they could put a face to when they interact with you on social media after. Because that's a big thing, too. Like, you know, as much as it's cool to have, oh, look, a blue check mark fucking retweeted me. Oh, my God. Yeah. But to actually sit there and, like, I had a guest on, he was a wrestler. Oh, he still is. I shouldn't say he was. And he said that he interacts with every single fan. And he doesn't just say, oh, thanks, brother, yeah. or retweet. He actually sends a personalized message saying, oh, thanks, hope you feel better, oh, thanks, this, whatever, whatever. That's what, what it's about. And you should see, everyone loves this guy. Like, you know what I mean? He's one of the, like, one of the fan favorites out there now in wrestling, and it's like, all because of his fan interaction. Definitely. Right? He doesn't consider people just a number, he actually. Yeah. And again, being an artist, you should know the fans are the ones who feed you eventually. Of course. Right? And, if, and if you're a big artist and you're just too full of yourself... At least hire a motherfucking ghostwriter to do it for you. <laughs> like, give us people some salaries or something, you know? <laughs> All right, before where people could find you to ghostwrite, okay. let's get into the dumbass of the week. Okay. Let's see if you think this is, this is actually a couple. So two people are dumbasses. You've been to the zoo, I assume, or you know of the zoo. You've seen it on TV probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nowadays, they have, like, zoos where they have, like... <clears throat> 
instead of you know how sometimes old school you had the like the lion pit where you're up above and the lines are all below so they can't really jump up or whatever yeah nowadays they have like enclosures where it's like this extra thick plexiglass or whatever cool so you could go right up against it like a terrarium yeah exactly thank you you know what that's probably the exact name for it i don't know you're more educated than i am so i'll believe you over me so, see, being real. See, you got to admit to shit. I don't even know if terrarium's a real word. So if you're listening, Google that shit and let me know if terrarium is a word. I'm thinking like aquarium, terrarium. terrarium and I'm pretty sure I used that word in middle school. Landarium? No. <laughs> Down stretching. Landarium. Sounds like a Pokemon. Uh, so, it was, I believe, let me see here. It was, speaking of Lion King, it was a lion. So I guess it was a lion then, but you could see through it, right? Okay. And a family, like a couple, asked their little kid to stand by the window because there's a lion walking in the background, right? Yeah. So they were proceeding to take pictures, but then noticed that the lion was creeping up as if like hunting prey. Because again, small child, what do you think? It's food. Instincts kick in, right? Oh boy. Praying, praying, going slowly. Like I'm doing the acts as if people could see me, but anyways, (laughs) classy could see me doing it. They're going nice and slowly. And then after... Uh, if anyone has cats or knows of cats, does the little like yeah. t- tail shake before yeah. they're about to hop yeah. and lunges towards the fucking glass. Now, okay, people are like, okay, so what's wrong with that? The kid's safe and whatever. But here's the fucked up thing. What? The parents didn't warn the fucking child and they thought it would be cool to fucking Instagram that instead of letting their child know. So now this fucking kid's probably going to be petrified for the rest And what if... That's a fear. And then the other thing is the lion kept attacking. Like in the article that I pulled up and I was reading it, the yeah. lion kept attacking like as if it wanted to break through the window. And the parents were just there feeling instead of going to the child and embracing him, be like, come with me. No. See, like, that, what the, that's... Dumbasses? Definitely. Okay. For me, I think that's... Yes, I'm still perfect. Obviously, we're going to, as consumers of digital media, we're going to love that video and we're going to feed it. Oh, I'm sure it went viral as fuck. We're going to laugh about it. But if you look at it, like, if you critically and analytically look at the act that the parents are doing, uh, not only are you, you know, endangering, I would say endangering, like, the well-being or even, like, the mental health of your child in the long run... But also, like the like the lion itself, like that's cruel right? to the lion to be like taunting the lion like that. And that's the other thing too that I didn't appreciate. Again, being a feline lover that I am, it's I don't know. Again, insta famous. And like for what? For fifteen seconds of fame? Like okay, now literally. You, now your child has to have like a cat phobia because household cats are now scary. Kind of like for me. <laughs> I'm allergic to cats, so, you know, for me, I love little, cute, little feline animals, but they're like walking death bombs, and I would love to just hold one and just cuddle with one, but mm-mm, can't. Well, I guess you're true to your word, right? You just don't like pussy. <laughs> but I'm... <laughs> well, actually, I'm looking at the video now. It's not too bad. Let's play. Oh, this is even worse. Oh, my God. Fuck this fucking family. Oh, my God. What? Oh, the volume sucks. You could watch it. If we could get your live reaction. Google this, and then you guys will find it. I don't think the volume does anything. So you see how it pounces towards him? Yeah. And then look what the fuck the parent does after. I didn't, I didn't even notice this. Okay. Watch. Hold on. They bring another child. A second oh photo my God, up now. A little baby. How fucked up are these parents? So not only is the other child originally maybe like five years old... Now they bring a little baby to be scared by this big-ass lion. I would love to hear the original audio, though. I just... I don't... I don't... 
I can't deal. And the thing is, like, these people are actually raising your, oh the God. next I generation. Know, right? It's fucked up. It's really fucked. I can't. Like, I, can't. I don't know how some people can just be parents. I, I mean, obviously, it takes a couple pumps and there you go. But I don't understand how some people can raise their children. Like, I don't know. I get the value of getting your instant fame for a couple of minutes on social but media. But what does that but, do for you, really? But how much do you love your child? Do you love that fame more than, like, your actual well-being of your child? That's right. the real question. Things to think about. Things to think about. On that note. Are we done? We are. Oh. Pug your shit. Oh. Go for it. Pug my shit. Okay. Stream by it all by Count Classy. Classy with a K. Everywhere. Just Google me. Count Classy. Go on Spotify iTunes, Amazon, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Deezer, Tidal. I don't even know. Just tell me where I'm at and I will love it. And find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Everything is Count Classy. One brand all across the internet. Smart. See, I did the same thing too. And on that note, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter under Styles, And you can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast DAP. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments at thepodcastdap at gmail.com. Please, again, rate, subscribe, review, do all that nice stuff for me at Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Go support the sponsors as well. Rewind, listen to the top of the show. I don't want to repeat myself again because it's pretty fucking stupid and now day of age. It's not like <laughs> back in the day where if you missed a commercial, oh my God, now I got to watch it again. Just rewind it. Don't worry about and it. Go shop. That's fun and exciting. 10%, 25%. Exactly. Those are big savings, right? Those are big savings. And you never know. Maybe Beyonce or Solange, maybe will follow us now. Please support the sponsors. Helps them out. Helps me out. All good, my friend? All good. On that note, I keep saying on that note. I say on that note way too many times. I have never noticed it. Okay, good. On that note. On that note. <laughs> He's Count Classy. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace. Wow.